Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, And today we celebrate Global Citizen Festival. 11 years ago, we launched our inaugural Global Citizen Festival. It was just nine months prior a dream that a few of us had. We had not a pot to piss in financially, but we had a huge dream of could we create a music festival to inspire a new generation around our shared humanity and raise uh, critical funds to ending extreme poverty. At the time, there were 1.4 billion people living on $1.25 or its equivalent around the world. But we didn't want to tell a story of guilt and shame, what I would call poverty porn. You know, this prevailing narrative of give up your cup of coffee for $1.25, you know, uh, sort of a Sally Struthers, you know, TV commercial. We wanted to create something new and inspiring. And so we created the festival with an idea of building a movement around our shared humanity. And instead of asking for people's money, we asked for their hearts and minds. We asked for their actions. And we created this idea. And in nine months, we were able to execute on a huge vision. We hosted our inaugural Global Citizen Festival on the Great Lawn in Central Park. It was attended by 60,000 people. Uh, it was viewed by over 15 million people, one of the largest, if not the largest, syndicated broadcast of its kind, featured on New York Times homepage to YouTube's homepage, variety of different um, broadcast channels that rarely collaborated, all agreed. And it was a, an incredible process, which I haven't spoken enough about. And so I figured I would take today in my 30-day artistic journey where I'm sharing insights and and hosting a community of others that are embarking on their own creative process to distill down some of the lessons of what I learned in embarking upon and executing, launching a large-scale creative endeavor. And, I'll, and I'll, I'm going to do this over the course of several days and, and break it down into bite-sized uh, lessons. But I wanted to share some of the insights from launching Global Citizen Festival. Now, if you have your own big dream, your own big vision, oftentimes we, we, we fail ourselves before we, we even get started because we talk ourselves out of it. And the first step in executing on any creative project, any vision, any big vision is committing. And I know that sounds in some ways self-evident, in some ways obvious, but I think until one is committed, there's always a hesitancy. There's always a, a desire to pull back. There's always a, I've got one foot in, but I've got one foot out. And I think in any creative endeavor, you want to burn the ships behind you. You want to commit fully so that providence, uh, in other words, so that the muse, the universe, whatever you want to call it, can conspire to support you in executing on your vision, on your creative endeavor, your creative pursuit. So I think in any creative pursuit, you have to first commit. 
And I would add to that and encourage you to make that commitment a public commitment. One of the most effective levers for executing successfully on any creative project is accountability. And so it's about finding the people who support you and who will hold you to a certain standard, who will hold you to your commitment, to your word, and ideally will support you in the execution of that vision. You know, with, with habit change, with creative projects, you want to find your people. And the, the, the people that you surround yourself with, in essence, are largely the determiners of your future, right? They, there's the Jim Rohn quote, which many of us have heard, which is you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that that is absolutely true. There is Harvard research that says actually the greatest corollary to your long-term health and happiness. So the length of your life and the quality of your life are the quality of your long-term relationships. So our relationships have profound consequence on our life. They also have profound consequence on the success of any creative pursuit and endeavor. And that was true with Global Citizen. When we were just a couple of guys with a big vision, the key was finding and surrounding ourselves with the right people who shared that vision, who were also aligned to that notion of this true north that we could all collectively sail towards, which was a vision that was bigger than any one of us, right? I think it's another piece. If you're creating a project or a vision that's bigger than the sum of its parts, that's, that's something that is, is big and profound and beautiful and ideally about the more, the more that wants to live in all of us, the more uh, that that is something bigger than ourselves, than our individual self. And I think this idea of, of building a movement around our shared humanity captured the imagination because it was so big, right? When you have a big vision, you have a big dream, you have a big creative project, it can captivate the imagination. And in so doing, you're able to galvanize, I would argue, higher caliber ex and more experienced people and you're able to surround yourself with the kinds of people that help, help you execute on that project. I can say, even in the early days, when we were unproven, we were able to attract incredibly valuable people to our mission because the mission was bigger than any one of us. And it was, it was such a bold vision that it created the space for others to lead within it. And I think that there's, there's really profound power in that. And it's also why we were able to attract such incredible A-list talent. And I don't mean just the artists, although in year one we had Neil Young, we had the Black Keys, we had the Foo Fighters. John Legend sang Imagine on the Great Lawn in Central Park in front of 60,000 people. Now, these are incredible 
some of you know artists, some of the best artists in the world. But also in the nine months prior to that, we were able to attract incredible allies, the founders of Coachella, you know, the founder of Tribeca Film Festival, some of the biggest music agents, some of the largest philanthropic leaders. And we were able to to have them buy into this vision and support us in executing on that vision. Without them, it would never have happened. But we did that because we were able to, to align altruistic and self-interest of all those concerned such that we created a container for the more. And when I say the more, the more is a, all of us it's like music, right? Music is bigger than any one of us, but it can it can it can create a space in which all of us can share that space in the field. You know, when I looked out on the sixty thousand people listening to and singing along to "Keep on Rocking in the Free World" with Neil Young and Dan Arbach from the Black Keys and Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, a moment I'll never forget. With all these people sharing this song, this iconic anthem, you could feel that everyone was in the more. We created this bridge to a shared space, an exalted space, in which people experienced, felt, and expressed the more that lives inside of them. And that's why I think music is such a great both metaphor, but also was the perfect context in which to build a broader-based movement around this creative vision because it was a context that was grounded in hope and inspiration. And, and music moves across cultures. It doesn't matter what language you are singing in. Music galvanizes. It speaks in a frequency that people can resonate with. And so when you think about building your own creative project, building your, uh, your vision. Think about how, how can I commit to this and, and who can I commit to this to? Can I make this a broad declarative commitment? In making this declaration, who are the kinds of people that I want to surround myself with? Who are the kinds of people that I will need to align myself with in executing this vision such that life can, can live through it, such that it can receive the breath that it needs to live in a beautiful way. And how can I then align these people such that the more that is possible, the more that wants to live, and this is where this, this idea of altruistic and self-interest is so potent, right? Because the more speaks to that, right? What, what is the, the altruistic vision? The altruistic vision is how can we create a tribute to our shared humanity? How can we make a difference in our life? How can our efforts uh, speak to and be a tribute to the more? And at the same time, to get people initially interested, how can I also know what you deeply care about, you know? If you're profoundly wealthy, it's probably not about the accumulation of money, but it may be about significance. It may be about making a difference. You know, Neil Young, we didn't even know at the time, 
but he was a polio survivor. And one of the things we were working on was eradicating polio, which was also the Gates Foundation huge priority. So again, we're, we're aligning interests and we're finding places where these intersections and in interest coincide. And in so doing, we're, we're creating the building blocks through the moreness such that that song that we want to breathe life into can live. Uh, an, ex an example, a tangible example. If I have a vision, for example, to collaborate with one of the biggest artists in the world, that would be very difficult for me. You know, if I wanted to collaborate, for example, with Beyonce, it'd be very hard for me to say, hey, Beyonce, I've got this, you know, this idea I'd love for you to be a part of. First of all, I probably couldn't even get to her to ask her. But second of all, it would very likely be a no. However, what was beautiful about, for example, Global Citizen is we created a context, a container where you could say, we are committed to a vision bigger than ourselves. But when you ask an artist and say, hey, would you want to perform my charity concert? That's, that's an ask. They may or may not say yes, depending on how resonant it is, depending on if it fits their schedule, etc. However, if you can say, making this up, and this isn't exactly how it goes, but just to, to elucidate this example. Hey, Beyonce, you know, I know you care deeply about women and girls. I know that because I've looked at your track record. I listen to the lyrics of your song. I see the, the power and potency of the beehive. Your community is a testament and testimony to that vision. Would you be willing to consider performing at this festival. Now, before you answer, I want you to know that the Beatles never played on the Great Lawn in Central Park. The Stones never played on the Great Lawn in Central Park. We happen to have one of the largest syndicated broadcasts of its kind. And also, I've already had a conversation with this philanthropic organization that's willing to commit millions of dollars if you're willing to participate on behalf of women and girls worldwide. Would you be willing to make that announcement before a set performed on stage, right? That's a very different ask. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly how it went, although Beyonce did uh, perform at the Global Citizen Festival. But I'm using this as an example just to say, how can you speak to the hearts and minds of the parties you're looking to enroll into your vision? How do you find the intersection between their self and altruistic interest such that that alignment becomes a hell yes? And this is what I want to leave you with for this segment is really thinking about as you think about your vision, what you're looking to build, who are the kinds of people that would foster the evolution of that creative project? And how could you find a way to align altruistic and self-interest such that they would consider, perhaps even joyfully consider, participating in building this creative enterprise. So I'm going to leave you with that for today. I want you to think about the notion of committing to your project. I want you to think about alignment. Who are the people that you can declare this commitment to that will help hold you accountable to this vision. 
and who are the people that you can then align yourself with to bring this vision to life so that your song can achieve its greatest resonance. I will speak to you more tomorrow. If you enjoyed this or think that someone you know would benefit, please send the show to them. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would mean the world to me. It helps me uh, to get uh, better guests to build this community and to share their insights with you on the show. I'm sending you so much love, and I'm all about you living your creative truth. And if there's ways I can support you, as always, please feel free to reach out at Michael Trainer on social. Sending you guys so much love, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.